I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, we're in for a special singer-songwriter treat. Got a comedy battle coming after so getting geared up for the comedy festival this weekend. And it just gets more exciting by the second here, 21st in Florida. Got our uh, t-shirts in, comedy festival t-shirts. Design that was very nice. We're going to be playing back a Tiki Desk concert here. Getting a call in at 420. Violent Vicky calling in. Going to be playing some uh, some fun artists, some spooky tunes. Getting geared up for October. My personal favorite. It's pumpkin season. I'm all loaded up on my It's It's ice cream. And I got my pumpkin It's It loaded up in the freezer. Hope it'll get me through the uh, the October festivities. Comedy Battle Night's going to be uh, winning some future sets, comedy sets in the future. Asientos as brunch. Lots of exciting comedy festival. We'll be getting into that a little bit more. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. And yeah, I thought that this was super appropriate to start out with kind of some October tunes. This song is by an artist called Chris Mendoza. And it's a song called Horror Films. It seems like horror film season officially now. Gonna be playing some fun tracks for you. Got that call in at 420. This is horror films. Last night Chanel had me watch a horror film and suddenly Orleans away. I'm sorry. It's pronounced New Orleans. Afterwards I went outside to smoke the last half of my cigarette that I spooked. I just could enjoy Over his shoulder, 
That is Gaji Foo. Got some fun tracks coming up. You can check out the uh, Gaji Foo Tiki Desk concert on the JW Megawig uh, YouTube uh, channel. Got to have that mutiny too. I still find bits and pieces of uh, the costumes, the Halloween costumes from last year on the on the deck. the The lead singer dressed up as a as a raven and had these wings. So I find these little pieces of wings still. Floating around, really fun. 
geared up for the Halloween. One of the first house shows I've been back recently out in the Richmond district. I saw this next band uh, play um, starry eyed cadet. Very fun. And so we're going to have some more exciting uh, artists up ahead. we got a call-in guest here at 420. We've got a comedy battle after the show. And somewhere in between, we're going to be playing back a Tiki Desk concert. So this next band is Starry-Eyed Cadet. Always like fun band names. I like band names in general. That's a good name.
silver that whispers its way through the leaves. Autumn is ending, winter draws near. Oh, lover of mine, won't you stay with me here? You blacked out at Sophie's, you said you were free from all of your duty and cruel destiny. I carried you home and you wept like a child. You say that you're happy, but you never smile. And I'm not from the country, but I can pretend. I've lived seven lifetimes, they all had to end. You're soft like a lampshade, but sharp like a knife. How lucky one would be to call you their wife. So let's dance that Halloween waltz. Turning in circles so lost in the dark Of all of my visions it's you I exalt Dancing that Halloween waltz Socks, a pain in my body, I can't shake it off. Your heart is a forest, your eyes are the sun. Oh, guardian angel, you might be the one. And there's no rhyme in reason, or reason in rhyme. They curse me for valor, they praise me for crime. They poison my body, put me in a tomb. Bury me shallow, I will be back soon And we'll dance that Halloween waltz Turning in circles, so lost in the dark Of all of my visions, it's you I exalt Dancing that Halloween waltz
As far as I can tell, I think I'm headed straight to hell, but I don't know why they would even want me to come by. I'm a nuisance, all I ever do is just get in the way and don't know what to say. I got nothing but problems and no way to solve them. A dead weight of stone won't leave. That was a scary scare band and Robin Wynn with a Halloween waltz. Gonna call in here from a goth synth artist, Violet Vicky. Wow, look at that timing. Violet Vicky, huh? Look at that. Wow. Like this extra synth. Yeah. yeah, I know. How did I know? I guess it's 420. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, whereabouts are you right now? Um, I am in Long Beach. Long Beach. California. Nice. Yeah. That's not too far away. I am right here on the corner of 21st in Florida in San Francisco. It is a pretty nice day here. I don't know. Probably not quite Long Beach. But do you yeah. know where Seal Beach is? Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that's really close. Long Beach. We just opened up a candy store over there. Are we on air right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're live. <laughs> okay. We are live on the air. Yeah. Oh. So I see that you got some shows coming up here. I do. Yeah, I'm super excited. I really like your, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I like the the influences. I could see a lot of different influences, and it's really fun. I uh, That cemetery picture was epic. <laughs> yeah, 
Thanks. I'm all about cemeteries. Yeah, I, um, I DJ'd a, um, like, a macabre picnic. I don't even know if I said the word right. Macabre? Macabre picnic. Um, that was at that cemetery, and my friend came and took a bunch of pictures of me. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I know. I was hanging out with someone. I think it was maybe only the second time I hung out with this person. I was like, hey, do you want to go to Mountain View Cemetery? And I think, I don't know. Well, in uh, Oakland, there's this really nice uh, cemetery. It's called Mountain View Cemetery. And the same person that actually designed Central Park in New York designed this cemetery. So you got people walking their dogs and going through jogs through there, you know. Nice. It's pretty uh, <laughs> pretty fun. Yeah, I think people do that at the cemetery, too, that we took that out. I don't, I don't remember which one it was called, though. Somewhere in the middle of L.A., <laughs> I was with, gosh, I was, had a friend that went to UCLA. You went to UCLA and then you decided you wanted to race cars. I don't know where that came from. But uh, we went out to the cemetery and I forget what cemetery it was. And they had the, like a, a projection screen. And they're, you know, had these old school, like black and white movies that they're playing. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. That was um, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That sounds right. That sounds about right. Yeah. They do. I've also seen them in Long Beach before. I think I've been to some horror movie in some Long Beach cemetery. I really, yeah. Long Beach is great. I think it's a lot, the Long Beach airport is a lot easier to deal with than LAX, too. I try to, if I'm going down oh, there. Oh, yeah. For I, sure. I actually prefer to drive, to be honest. I just, the whole plane thing, it's sometimes flying from San Francisco down to LA it'll take six hours between delays and yeah, getting a yeah. rent a car it's like I could just drive down there yeah totally I have a, a friend I was in a band with um, in a thrash rock band with about four years ago he was playing a show at the Hollywood Bowl tonight oh wow I was thinking about going but I was just like gosh I don't know I think I'm just you can only do so much so this is a really uh, fun uh uh, record that you have out here that serotonin track thank you i uh i wanted everyone to listen or to listen to the track and then we, we could talk about where you're playing next where people could find you we had somebody call in from thailand a couple of weeks back i don't know <laughs> it's like giving out some comedy tickets <laughs> somebody called from thailand i'm like i don't know i guess we could ship them out to you but you're still not going to be able to make it in time but. wow <laughs> Yeah, so oh, yeah. I wanted to uh, play this track for everyone. Um, this we got Violent Vicky on the line. Anyone just uh, tuning in? And this song is called Serotonin.
Violent Vicky on the line here, Muni Radio FM. I love that track. Thank you. <sighs> Hopefully you couldn't hear me vacuuming over here. You know what is I... <laughs> No, I didn't hear that. No, I actually turned okay, it down. Good. Yeah, no, okay. you're good. So I uh, I saw your where you're playing next. You're playing in Mexico City, huh? Yeah. That is so freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to play there for a while. I love Mexico. Yeah. I feel like all have I need is Mexico City. I have one time transferred in a uh, Mexico City airport. Uh, to go to Cancun and went to Playa del Carmen and Tulum. Uh, wish I would have spent a little more time in Mexico City. That seems kind of more like my thing, but yeah. Have you? Uh, no, I haven't. I've just been to like Baja and you know TJ and stuff. TJ was awesome. my first time kind of flying into Mexico, and I'm gonna play Guadalajara um, as well if it all works out. Nice, I saw that. Yeah, that is fun. Going tour Mexico. I was talking to someone else. I feel yeah. like all I need is California and Mexico. I don't know. Yeah. I went for a little <laughs> trip to Kansas City, and um, over last week, and I really in- enjoyed it. But I don't know. I think I might just be a Bay Area kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was a dark synth riot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. And so, um, do you know uh, Marianne and Eric from Gajifu? I do. They're I freaking do. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I had them through okay. Tiki Desk concerts last year. Yeah. That was one of the best. That was the first night show that I'd done like since before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Eric um, worked on my album with me. So. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not, but the guy, you know, as I, this person is freakishly talented. I mean, I feel like he could just play the guitar and the synth behind his back. And uh, (laughs) I just, I couldn't believe it. I was just, um, I couldn't even figure out what he was doing, but I was just like, this is amazing. I think so too. Yeah. When he will just kind of do little tweaks. Like with that song, Serotonin, he did the guitars for that. And um, and then he also put it through a, uh, like a pedal, like a, I forget what you call those, like a fuzz pedal. Oh, like a fuzz box, beat. yeah. Yeah, so it, it totally made the song um, when he did that. And yeah he's pretty humble about it too <laughs> yeah I don't think he thinks he's that good but I, I do <laughs> yeah I think actually um, when I just started doing the, what had become the Tiki Desk concerts like this if it wasn't for the pandemic it wouldn't have happened it would have just been a house party mm-hmm. you know but because of everything that had happened it's like well you can't have 20 30 people over your place you gotta keep it chill and so that's how it all, the live streaming thing started. I never would have gotten to live streaming if it wasn't for um, yeah. the pandemic. And I think at the time when they came over and played, I didn't even have spotlights or anything. So they were just in the dark. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I think kind of went with it, but it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to play with them um, 
down here there was experimental nights. The um, guy that made directed the serotonin music video does this experimental night um, in LA, and God, where is that? Played. And I played when when the um, serotonin video premiered. It's like held at different spots. It was being held at like a relative winery or something and then in Pasadena for a while. Kind of was like an intimate little artsy artsy queer group of people. That that is the only way to be. Yeah. Look, you know, I feel like especially the open mic scenes and I feel like more like myself and a really you know, an open mic really queer kind of thing where it's just a, just a doesn't it make sense kind of thing you know because who's trying mm-hmm. to make sense i don't know uh there's this uh there's a lot of open mics here in san francisco I'm, i don't know if they're coming back down in uh long beach but uh that was such a big big thing before everything had hit and yeah i don't know i feel like yeah the open micers and all the, the people are just kind of doing their own thing and collaborating with people that are just doing their own i don't know it's great and then you have like all these other different scenes. There's a different type of sophistication in it all, but you know, like the jazz kind of scene that's that's orbiting around San Francisco Bay Area, which is really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, reading music, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know about you. I mean, like, I could, I know what I'm playing. I know what notes I'm playing. But reading music, I don't know. I don't think I've read music since the fifth grade. And there's a lot of these, you know, jazz musicians that, that I've seen come through and I like to keep a nice um, uh, variety of, of different artists and comedians and and singer-songwriters. But this, these jazz bands, they're reading off of a, like a, they're reading it. Like they're reading the music. Like they just read it. They don't remember it. I mean, they just, they just go off of reading it. I'm like, wow. That's cool. I, I think there was only one time that I read something. Maybe there was more than one time, but I think it was a Diana Ross cover I was doing. I was like, I didn't know the lyrics, so I needed to, I needed to sit there and like do it. I needed to read it while I was playing because I didn't know all the lyrics. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah. So the um, with uh, when you're writing these songs, I just, you know, being a recording artist and everything, um. I mean, did you, did you, where did you record this? I was curious. Uh, I recorded in my apartment and um, in Eric's studio in San Francisco. Oh, I just got the chills. <laughs> I feel like, was it Secrets? Oh, maybe I shouldn't want to give away that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I just, uh, whatever they're doing, it's just incredible. Yeah. And, so uh, he used to be at the Turk, uh, the Francisco's. one in the <laughs> Yeah. You know, and then he moved to that one in like the outer uh, Caesar Portola Shams. or something. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's an interesting um, area, you know, because Caesar Chavez is kind of like the border. And so I guess technically where that is, and that was the thing. I was an East Bay kid. I was raised on a cattle ranch out in the East Bay. Believe it or not, it's kind of weird. Oh, wow. I don't know. You think I've, you know, I was got into thrash metal at a very young age. Um, but uh, <laughs> with uh, Caesar Chavez is kind of the border and where Secret Studios is, it's like, it's technically in Portrero Hill, but you can mm. throw rock and be in Bayview. What's great about okay. that, well, many 
great reasons. I mean, because I got secret, you know, and some other, there's another studio right there is that it's really freeway accessible mm-hmm. and you can park your car. And there's something that's really magical about that Francisco studios in the tenderloin. Mm-hmm. There's something that's really magical about that place. I went and, um, saw a band called the Silk Road Truckers a couple of weeks ago and play in there. And I don't know. I mean, I, I'm actually surprised that my neighbors haven't called the cops on me yet. Like I, 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 I've gone this long without a jam space in San Francisco, but you, you, you have a jam space down there to have something similar. No, no, I wish I did. I mean, there is, I mean, there are, but I just don't have one. Um, but there is one in Vernon. Um, and then I also, I had a guitarist for a minute and we played at a, a place in Long Beach. Um, but a lot of people in LA go to this place in Vernon, which is like an industrial area of town. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, you know, for me, cause we got a big candy manufacturing, um, plant in, um, gosh, what is it? It's, I want to say it's called Southgate. Then I got this all messed up. I don't know. Down there, it's like probably similar if somebody, if I were to explain the Bay Area to somebody, it's like speaking a different, it's like speaking Mandarin to somebody like LA. Like I remember thinking, you know, I was going to Venice Beach, so I'll get a hotel in Hollywood or something. Then it was like a two hour drive. <laughs> like didn't make any sense. Um, but geographically. Yeah. So I know you got that uh, that show coming up on the 16th, which is exciting. I wanted to play another track for for everyone out there. Was it uh, Circle Square? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's a good name. You got the good. You got all the. You got it all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play this one for everyone. This we got a uh, Violet Vicky on the line here. This song is called Circle Square.
Wow, that synth that sounds amazing. Violent Vicky here on the line. I love this track. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. It makes me want to dance. I'm totally dancing here in the box, but nobody could see or I don't know. Yeah, I'm totally moving around back here. This is great. I I, I wish okay. I could go to Mexico City on the 16th. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I might I'm be able in to. San Diego um, on November 5th. Also. November 5th, San Diego. Yeah. And then your Violent Vicky. There's only one Violent Vicky. Yeah. So you could anyone listening in, you can find Violent Vicky on streaming on all platforms. You got some new music mm-hmm. videos out there. Very exciting. You got these shows in Mexico City, and then you have one in San Diego on the 5th. Mm-hmm. It seems like a really great excuse to go to Mexico and to go to San Diego. I just yeah. want to jump on a plane. DJ, DJ Mexico City also. Um, so I'm playing there on the 16th, and then, then I'll DJ on um, the 23rd. 23rd. Nice. Yeah. Well, let us know if you're up here, ever up here in the um, in the Bay Area. I will. Where, uh, the Tiki Desk Concerts has evolved so much. And, uh, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, it's uh, Halloween season for sure. I, yeah. I listen to, you know, dark, you know, synth riot year round, but I feel like this month is just extra, a little extra kick for it. It's pretty dark, yeah. Yeah, I'm loving it. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then I'm going to close it. I'm going to play this under the gun track. Okay, awesome. Cool. We'll catch you soon and have safe travels okay. to Mexico. All right, see ya. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> that is Violent Vicky calling in from Long Beach. Some hot new videos out. Music videos with these songs. And uh, Under the Gun, I'm going to play this uh, this track, Under the Gun. Under the Gun. Yes. Dark Synth Riot here, Live Beauty Radio FM.
That is Violent Vicky, wow. From Long Beach. Makes going to go to Mexico City. Get a big goth mosh pit in the front. That's all that I need right there. Thank you all for tuning in to the JW Megawake Show. Get geared up for some comedy battles here. A weekend. It just, yeah, I mean, gosh, just get more packed by the second. We can fill with comedy festival festivities. We're going to be playing back a Tiki Desk concert here momentarily. Dark Synth Riot. Electro Goth. Loving it. Electro Goth year-round. Really thinking that this is going to be the first Halloween. No one's going to want to wear a mask. That's it. Lightning, and that is my Candyman theme. And we are playing back the Kevin North Tiki Desk concert right now. Fire pit rooftops. So I muted myself, huh? Thank you all for tuning in to Tiki Desk Concerts up here on the rooftop in Bertle Heights, St. Mary's Park neighborhood. Thank you to all the neighbors for making this happen. We got the Kevin North Band. We got a comedy festival coming up this weekend. So make sure to uh, come out for some jokes. Got some chicken rub here too. Give her a chicken rub. I'll tell you guys about that more later another time. We got the Kevin North Band here coming at you. San Francisco, rooftop, Bernal Heights.
la. Wow. Kevin North Band, Tiki Desk Concerts here, live mini radio FM. Time, <laughs>
Got the Kevin North Band ticket ass concert here, the rooftop. A little live music. Well, that was fun. Live stream, the rooftop. He's worried about it, isn't he? Let me just think. Hang on. Got a comedy just battle after the show. That's the same. Got a weekend of comedy festival festivities. 11.30, Asianta is here. Asianta is here in the corner of here. 21st. And Bryant, come out for some brunch. Come out to the Milk Bar at 6 o'clock on Sunday. Come out to Milk Bar at 8 o'clock on Sunday. It is a comedy tour in San Francisco.
short version. And the North Band, Tiki Desk Concert, Rooftop Jams, Mini Radio FM.
Rooftop jams. Media Radio, FM. Sitting in the box with Mark Neuer here. Mike check. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh my goodness. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Thank yes. you all for tuning in to Tiki Desk so Concerts. Kevin North Band here. Oh, look at that. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm outroing my own show here on this Tiki Desk concert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I know that I had you guys over one night yeah. for a Tiki Desk concert. That was fun. Yeah, dude, that was a beautiful, beautiful little venue you got, man. And it was like the people there. I was I was nervous because it was a lot of like when I do like uh, I don't know when I do comedy. I feel like I, I could be a little like polarizing, and I feel like the <laughs> the audience that was there. I felt like just because I was judging a book by their cover, you know. And I was like saying in my head, I'm like these people aren't gonna like me, you know. But they they were really like they they loved every comedian that was there. It was like they were really open to, to comedy and laughing at just like jokes as jokes are supposed to be like like real jokes, you know? Yeah, that Whereas was like, awesome. Out here, I feel like a lot of people in, the, in this fucking in this hive mind that is San Francisco, they, they lose the sight of the fact the fact that a joke is a motherfucking joke. It, you know, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> you know, it's 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 something not to, to be laugh taken at. seriously. Right, it's not supposed to be serious. Yeah. It's supposed to be silly. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be you know not completely nonsense, but a little nonsense to it, you know. You can't take nonsense serious. Yeah, totally. I I can. Now, that was a really interesting night. There was a lot of funny things uh, with that night. So that was before I got the bell for my the front door <laughs> to get into the place. So the actual featured performer, who I hope to get back on Tiki Desk uh, soon, was out in front of my place for 20 minutes. Sheesh. And because I was live streaming and doing all that stuff... Because I didn't have my phone number, mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were there. So they were I didn't know there. until I didn't know that they were there until far long after. My God, um, the show had started, and it was still a really great was that time. The doctor guy. So that was funny. Is that Doctor Stryker? She was just uh, a feature, or not a feature? Just someone that showed up to do the open mic. Wow. That's a blessing because that 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 performance was hilarious. That was like like hilarious and like like radical, right? They were like so dope, but like the way they just like held themselves and really got the audience involved and were just they they gave it all of their performance was like ooh, this is beautiful. Yeah, that would that, that turned out to be a really fun night. I think it always turns into a pretty fun, a really fun night. Yeah, no that one what. was for sure. Even if the featured performer doesn't show up, it's still a good time. This one time I did a, a podcast and I was I, I, in the middle of the podcast. I had to go take a phone call and then I, I was out there for a little while. And then I, did, I got locked out. I got locked out of the front gate and they had no idea I was down there for like... Wait, are you talking about the Tiki Desk? No, no. Just a podcast out here in the city, not in Mutiny, oh, yeah. but a, a, like at someone's house. And I had to go... I had to run outside to either get something out of my car, take a phone call. And I fucking... I got locked out. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That happened to me uh, maybe a month and a half ago. I went to meet someone at Francisco Studios, right in the little tenderloin gem, mm. right in the deep, in the thick of it, right next to Auntie Charlie's. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been it's there? It's a great bar. Yeah. I mean, they got a stuffed animal machine, which I'm all about. Yeah. Anything that has a stuffed animal machine, I don't know. My mom knows. Yeah, I was, I, I don't know. I was, anytime there was a stuffed animal machine, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, Let's do this. I feel like Aunt Charlie's is a is a is a is like OMG if OMG had people in it. You know what I mean? Like when when I go to OMG, like I don't have there's like no, there's just comics there, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then by the time the open mic's done, it's just well, me, the host, and the bartender, and maybe like one, one regular. And uh, oh, like the shows, like Pam is, has a, uh, the show going on there uh, for the the festival, right? How many times? Yes, you do. I'm looking at yeah. So on Friday, I'm on, a, I'm on at least one of them. Friday and Saturday, doing the OMG, um, doing uh, eight o'clock on Friday, and that was next Friday, and then um, Saturday. Five to eight. So OMG, if anyone else listening in here, um, is a little swanky dive. Yeah, I don't want to say it's maybe a gay a, dive. Maybe a trash. I don't know. I it's can't. A, it's a swan dive. It's a swan dive. <laughs> OMG is a swan dive off a of sixth yep. between Market and Mission Street, mm-hmm. and they've been doing these open mics on Sundays. For years. And it is, you know, Sixth Street. You know, it's noted to be maybe not the, you know, nicest part of town. You know, you got people driving. But it their, isn't their the Teslas. worst, ladies and gentlemen. It isn't the worst. It may not be the nicest, but it's definitely not the worst. What's the worst? Uh, I mean, it really just depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> you know so it's I mean? funny. Well, you know, it's interesting about it. So, um, so OMG, they're at, um, was it 69 uh, 6th yeah. Street? And so that is uh, you have a place. Is that OMG's address? Yeah, I think so. Is it really sixty nine? Yeah, I think I it is sixty nine. I never knew that. I never knew that. And I, I used to live at the Crazy Horses right on the corner, uh, the, the strip club. So mm-hmm. I mean, that was like my neighborhood. You know what I mean? So I walked past that every day. I go get my sandwich from the ICU. It's the ICU deli. You know the deli that has the sandwiches. I go get my sandwiches over there, and I walk past OMG. I've been going to OMG the whole time I've been in this city. I never knew it was sixty nine Sixth Street. That's hilarious. You didn't know that? No. I'm a little, I'm a little fucking slow. Yeah, so. so I had a friend who did a show at a uh, place that used to be called Show Dog, mm. across the way from. Oh, I thought um, it was Show Down. It was Show Dog. Oh, Show Down. Yeah, yeah Show Down. That was before my time, but I heard something because they used to have like a boxing match or something. Am I wrong? Yeah, they had, they did a lot of weird shit there. Oh, dude, I want to have a comedy boxing match so bad. I want to get like a, a bunch of comedians, and I want to like. You know what I mean? Like a roast battle, but with our fists. You know what I mean? I think it would be a good thing. I think it'd be really healthy for the community if we would get some of these comedians together with some boxing gloves and a a referee and just say, all right, you know, bring your own mouth guard. We don't provide those. That's great. Like Steph Curry. Yeah, about the basketball with our hands. (laughs) Steph Curry with the fists, you know what I mean? (laughs) For the threes, maybe the three-piece combo. Yeah, so this, uh, I had a friend who was doing a show back in 2016. And it was called Showdown back then. And I never heard of it. I was like, what is it? And then I went and looked it up online. And and online it said that it was in the tender Roma. <laughs> the tender Roma? Tender Roma. So like... Like the aroma of the tender one? So like, like tender and Soma combined. Oh. Tender Roma. And they did yeah. that with a couple other... Do- I thought it was ridiculous. That's true though. Because Soma is like that side and the tenderloin's like the other side. And it's right there on the corner. Of it is. That's six. where all the tenderloin comes right through, and we're yeah, just talking about. Uh, yeah. Francisco Studios is about two blocks away from OMG. Oh wow! And which way towards, towards the numbers or towards the names? It's on Turk. Yeah. So Turk and Taylor. Yes, it is Turk. Yeah, and that's why I got. That's why I got my very first fight in San Francisco. Nice. Who won the battle? <laughs> Me. Really nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like okay. So this dude was like mad, right? He was mad that I was like okay. So. 
peep this. I was actually wearing this hoodie with this this um this is a windbreaker. This windbreaker in the middle of the fight. I was oh, also Barbary wearing Coast. my I was wearing a Barbary Coast, right. Um I was also wearing some uh sweatpants and my um my slips, my slippers. Like, you know, you have your pajamas. This is my I was wearing my pajamas. It's eleven in the morning. Pajamas. P- pajamas. Right. I'm a cat and I'm in my pajamas. And I was walking down uh Taylor to Turk. And right there on that corner, there's this guy. I have my morning coffee. It's 11 in the morning. I have my coffee. I'm walking to go get a cigarette from the guy at the, the um, tip-top market. And as I'm walking up, this guy is standing there. He's saying, saying to me, as I'm walking up, fucking white boys, I don't know how you guys get pussy. Because I'm with my homegirl, Jennifer Garcia. He's like, I don't understand how you get pussy. Jennifer Garcia is a comedian, right? I'm not fucking Jennifer Garcia, which I didn't think it mattered. But apparently it matters because this guy's mad that I'm walking with a lady. At wow. 11 in the morning. So I'm walking, and I just say, God bless you, and I keep walking. Because that's what I say to people. I'm sure you've heard me say it to you. I, I, I God bless people to death. I will just God bless you till the conversation's over. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't, you know, sometimes I'm just so stoned, I have nothing to say other than God bless. What is there to say? I'm blessing you. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore, right? So he keeps hollering all this nonsense, white boy, woo, woo, woo. I, I'm not confrontational. I go inside tip top. I get my cigarette. I get a water, and I give Jen Garcia my uh, my wallet, my phone, my sunglasses, and then I keep my keys. I have my keys on a dog a dog choker, like a metal choker, and I I wrap that around my fist as like a fit like a fist pack. I grab my keys as the fist pack, but around my my hand is this chain. So I get out there. And, and while, mind you, while I'm inside the store, he's, he's screaming from the door at me. I don't know this guy. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. So, Go ahead. I was going to say is that keep in mind, everyone that listening in, this conversation is happening in the Tenderloin in the thick of it. Yeah. On Turk and Taylor. That's right. So I feel like maybe it's like having a different – you're in a different world at that it's a, point. It's a war zone. You know? It's, it's a, a war zone out there. So yeah, so anyone listening, this is a, a conversation that you have with someone walking down the this street. Is where you, this is the street where you have to dodge human shit, needles, you know what I mean, and dead people. You have to like really maneuver yourself around these things, and it's all from separate things. Yeah. The shit isn't from the dead person, neither is the needle, you know what I mean? But there's still the dead person you have to like walk around in the tenor line. It's, it's fucked up. It out feels there. really appropriate now that it's October to be talking about like this. Yeah, know? I'm a spooky guy. Yeah, so, so there is a place i got to bring you there uh, sometime, anyone listening in too. I'm a huge Tiki fanatic, if you even put that together. <laughs> With the whole tiki yeah, yeah. and everything, um, and so my favorite tiki bar in the city is in the in the TL, on O'Farrell and Jones. Is it's it called, called Tiki Heaven? Haven? It's called Zombie Village. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it was really funny. There was a comedian that uh, that was on a list at some place called Tiki Haven. I was like, I don't think I had you on the list tonight. And I realized that it's well, it's bar. a place in the Richmond, and I yeah. had been there before, but I thought. That they were saying they're they're you know anything a, tiki now anything tiki I see some tiki I'm like I don't know yeah that that shows. tiki coin so we've got our own uh, cryptocurrency really yeah oh my god so you come out to these uh, comedy shows you gotta you gotta pay in tiki coin no you're given tiki coin <laughs> oh wow yeah. I'll take it add it to my fucking wallet um, he's screaming at me from the outside the front I want to get back to this tiki coin because I want to know how you did this and this is like an NFT. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. Right. So I'm inside. I'm buying my water. I'm buying my cigarette. And he's still hollering at me from the front door inside the thing talking about, ooh, ooh, white boys, you know, I'll fuck you up, blah, 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 blah. 
I already have my keys. I'm wrapped around. I'm ready to go. We go outside. What do you know? He's still there. He's still screaming. And I'm trying to just, I'm just say, God bless you. He says, say it again. I said, God bless. And he swings. He misses me and hits Jennifer Garcia. He hits her, which is perfect because he didn't hit me. <laughs> so now I'm just fucking tagging him. I'm just tagging him. He, he, he like trips over himself. Oh, and my coffee gets hit. So the coffee's all over him. He falls back, so I consider that round one. He gets up, and he wants more, so we go back at it. Woo, woo, woo. I, I push him into the car. Now the guy that owns the car is like, don't push him into the car. So I don't even want to be pushing nobody. You know what I mean? Let alone into a car. So the, every time I'm hitting him, I tell him, I say, I, say, I, say, I, say, I love you. I hit him, I love you. I hit him, I love you. I, every time. Because I have no, I, he's mad at me for whatever reason he's mad at me, but I don't give a shit. I don't know yeah. nothing. I love everybody, right? So I'm telling him, I love you. He pushes him in the thing, he gets down on the ground. That's round two. He gets up, and then we get in the clinch. And that's how I have this scar on my arm. I have a, you can't see I have my, my jacket. I can show you, though. I have a scar right here from where he bit me. And he bit me. <laughs> he bit you. Yeah, so, he, so we get in the clinch, right? And I don't like the clinch. I don't like to wrestle, so I just hug him, right? I'm just hugging him. He's like squeezing on me. I'm just giving him a hug. I tell him, I love you. I'm not, I, I wish he would stop. You know what I mean? I'm telling him, I'm trying to like de-escalate. He's not, he's not even, and I, he's not like homeless. You want to know how I know he's not homeless? Because we're in the clinch. I can smell him. He doesn't smell homeless. I've been homeless. I know what homeless smells like. He's clean. He's got cologne on. He's clean. He looks nice, dressed like, real nice. But wait, what, what, where I got saved in this is he has three tears on his face, right? Tattoos? Right, the tattoos, the tears on his face because he's killed people, which is great for me because that means he doesn't fight. He kills people. So <laughs> he doesn't have a gun right now. That means it's, it, that's, it all starts making sense in this moment. It's like this guy, I don't know what his issue is, but I'm going to be just fine. This, I, it, this isn't for me. He's not mad at me. He's not, in the, he's not, he was a little fucked up. I think he was on some pills or something, so he's a little fucked up. And I was like, I, I had him in the clinch. He bit me. When he bit me, that's when I had it. Because he's skinnier. I'm a big boy. I just kind of fucking, <laughs> I just kind of moved him. You know what I mean? And just ripped him the fuck off of me. And he went to the ground again. I thought that was over. And I didn't stomp him out zero times, nothing. I'm walking away with Jennifer Garcia. She has all my stuff. I'm walking away. I pick up my keys. And I'm walking because they fell in my hand. And I had this spidey sense tingling. And what do you know? I turn around. This guy's fucking walking up on me. Now I'm on, on the corner of Taylor and Turk on the other side. Instead of where the instead of where Candy Bar is, which is where it all happened in front of. I don't know if you know. You're talking about at. Cinnamon Bar. It maybe it used to be, but it, right before COVID, it was Candy Bar. Candy Bar. Okay. Right before pre-COVID, it was it, they had changed. It, I think got bought out and became Candy Bar. Maybe it's the same owner's different name. I don't know. Now I'm on the adjacent corner. And he's walking up on me. And at this point, the cops are coming. So I can hear the sirens coming, but he doesn't give a shit. And he wants to go again. At this point, you know, I'm fat as fuck. I smoke two packs a day if I have the, the ability to. I will smoke till I go to bed, you know. I'm fucking exhausted. This guy still wants to go. So we do we go again. We go again. Now we got a big audience people. People hollering out, fuck up that white boy. World star, world star. I see the cell phones out. And now I was like, okay, now it's like the cameras are on. It's, this is the round that matters. This is, the, this is round four, right? I told him now for three rounds. I put him on the ground three fucking times. This is the fourth time it's going to have to happen. And, and now the cameras and the lights and the action. And here we go. So we get down. And I get him on the ground again. But this time my foot kind of stomps. Not stomps. It's, I, I land my foot on his chest. And I immediately, and I, this whole time, I haven't even lost a slipper. I got no backs on my shoes. It's slippers, like slippers. Like you go, you're going to get your morning mail, slippers. 
I, I step on his thing, I, his chest, I move my, my foot off, and I, you know, and then the cops roll up. Uh, I don't stomp on him, and, and, and people are telling me to. And I'm like, that's not, that's not how I get down, you know what I mean? And I have good karma. Down and dirty. But you, you know what I mean? You got to get down and, and dirty, but I'm not trying to get, I'm, I got to stay, you know. Yeah. I don't want it on my conscience, because I, I, yeah. I know me, I know my mouth. I'm going to get another fight in my life, you know, it's and amazing. I don't want to be curb-stopped or stomped when that happens. You walk up a couple blocks from where you're talking about on you know Turk and Taylor, and so I actually lived in the, I lived on Geary Street, on Geary and Polk Street. Oh, wow. And so I felt like it was kind of an, it was an identity crisis of a neighborhood. You try to say you're in the TL, and people that live there are like, this is not the TL. And then people that live in Knob Hill, you say, you know, oh, yeah, I'm in Lower Knob Hill. It's like, I don't know, that's yeah. the Tenderloin. It was like identity crisis. So they're calling it the Tender Knob. <laughs> and so it was funny because where I was, knob. and I was right there on Geary between Larkin and Polk Street. And when you would take the BART, so when I'd go to BART, I, had, I was kind of smack dab in between Civic Center BART and Powell Street BART. So go to Powell Street BART. You know, it's like you walk through a bunch of tourists. Ooh. But if you went down to Civic Center, it was like Lord of the Rings. Right. You had to get past the goblin. Yeah, and the, and the orcs and the fucking and all was, of them. It was wild. I mean, it was just um, such a it was a crazy um, thing. How, I don't know. I guess I look at it as a, ch- a challenge. But can you imagine some people down there with some Ivy League shirts playing some high energy rock and roll on the street? <laughs> on, Ivy League shirts. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. You ever been to the Pow Street, um, the Pow Station, little breakfast sandwich spot right there? I think I have. Oh, that's a do that. Oh, wow. That's a really good idea. Wow. Yeah. What was your name, man? Sean. Sean, nice to meet you. We got somebody who got a guest audience here. This place is just getting packed. I think he's the DJ for the show. Your conversation was so, like, just drew me in. Yeah. Are you the DJ for the up mic? You're the DJ? You're the soundboard? Oh, no way. Well, I'm glad I got to meet you. Yeah, Bughouse Square. Oh, that's a classic. No, it's, it's fun to actually. To, to meet the person before you hear the show. Right. You know, like, do you think that somebody listening in right now would know what you and I, like, look like? Oh, no. They'd be impressed, man. You're a very handsome gentleman. Oh, wow. Thank oh, wow. you. I guess, thank you. I well, appreciate it sounds that. like we're going to fuck today. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Got a vasectomy a month ago, so. Oh, there you go. You make, you're making a lot of fucking woke people happy on that one, dude. My girlfriend keeps telling me to get a vasectomy. The raw dog jokes. It's ridiculous. I, I think it's it's everybody's choice, your body, your choice, right? But on my level, it's like my girlfriend wants me to get a vasectomy. It fucking baffles me. It's like, dude, I get it. You hate white men. I get it. I understand. You want to end the line. That's great. You know what I mean? But I just think of all the trouble that a particular. I don't. You know, the thing is, is I try not to put it, people in gender boxes at all. I just think in general, like, there's. I don't try to put there's people, people in that boxes. Really, yeah. There's at all. There's. Fuck the Such an effort that a particular, I don't know, I don't, like I said, I don't want to put anyone in a jar, but think of all the effort, like the birth control pills, the, uh, the IUDs. There was a community that came through here the other day. She was saying um, 
that she has an IUD, but she also has a DUI. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so I, I just that uh, I think that it's just so much effort that that's incredible. That's can be very quickly just I don't know. I had a philosophical question with someone the other day, and I didn't think I'd be having this conversation on the air right now, but. Especially not with this fucking bag of bolts over here. I fucking don't know nothing about anything. I love all my abortions equally, okay? I love all of them the same. All the ones that we've had, me and all my ex-girlfriends, I think I think I love them. I think I love the third the most, but the yeah. first two are good, you know? And I think I love them as much as I would love a kid. I think I love them more than I would love a kid, actually. I'm riffing right now. I think I would love my, I think I love my abortions more than I love, oh, would ever love my actual kids because my abortions don't make any noise they're not yelling and screaming we're not at the chinese restaurant all of a sudden ah! you know what yeah. i mean yeah so you know what the deal is is like for me <laughs> is that like for some reason the the abortion jokes just never landed for me i don't yeah. know why it's nothing to do with you in general have you ever had nothing uh, to do, i just the abortion jokes for some reason i don't know i'm not i just i feel like it's not something that i could i have no right to talk about have you have any of your ex-girlfriends had abortions not that no okay no, i think i yeah cool. i've had like I, I, that's all real like yeah, yeah. What I just so said, like, anyways so what i'm saying i'm going to take take this anyone listening in is that i think instead of the abortion jokes there should be more plan b jokes yeah that would be fun why not yeah way less blood you know it's fucking great just, <laughs> all right so i want to quote i mean i don't know hopefully josh so i mean what we had thirty three thousand people listening last last month so i don't know where they are and where they're listening um but i will say that i have to say that this is one of the best jokes that i ever heard and i'm gonna kill it for the comedian uh but he said he said that uh his girlfriend puts holes in his condoms because she's trying to get knocked up and then he sprinkles plan b in her oatmeal in the morning. <laughs> this is Josh Kahn's joke. Do yeah. you know this? Yeah, I do. Josh Kahn. I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, have you ever seen him play? I mean, like, he yeah. played the accordion. He's incredible. I was there. Yeah, yeah I have, that's I have right. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Is this all? You said you cut this? Did I what? You said, no, oh, no, I'm right here. Okay. I thought you said you were cutting the... Good. Yeah, no. Yeah, Josh Kahn is fucking incredible. He did so well at your, at your, uh, at your show. He played... I have video of him... Um, Playing the accordion. Oh my God. Incredible. He took me to my very first A's game. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I bought a broken guitar on a, like Facebook Marketplace. And I told the guy I wouldn't waste his time. I just give him 80 bucks. I gave him 80 bucks and came back here and it was broken. Mm-hmm. And I fixed it. And then Josh Conn, it was the first time I heard, uh, might not have been the first time I heard him play, but maybe it was the first time I heard him play electric guitar. And this guitar was broken, and it sounded, I mean, whatever he was, he was jamming. Playing, it was cool. I was like, this guy, Josh Kahn, he could play a broomstick, and it would sound good. No, it's just... <laughs> well, he could do anything. I, I want to get him an electric broomstick. For and actually, like, what he's doing on the, the accordion is, when I, when I hear it, I didn't think it would, is possible. I think what I'm. That's how I'm I feel hearing. about bagpipes. <laughs> I, I see those. I'm like, here. I'm like, how is that even real? Yeah. That's like that's that's white culture. There we go. I can add that to my white culture bit, Pam. Bagpipes. No one wants to take credit for those. 
It's the most annoying. It's like a fucking dying animal. The fucking back. Yeah. Here. So um, I got this uh, tiki desk uh, concert that we are playing back. This jazzy comedy showcase that we did, and uh, we have a comedian that's coming up to the plate right now, Eric Newton. Oh, I um, love me. He's the fucking. He is one of my like favorite people out here. Eric Newton is. Yeah. So. It's going to be the first comedian on. And then we're going to be getting geared up for some uh, comedy battles and for a weekend filled with comedy festival festivities on Sunday. Come out to Asientos on 1130 for some brunch. That is 21st and Bryant Street. Come and get your mimosa on. That's what you do. Eric Newton is the Dennis Rodman of the comedy scene. Sexy? <laughs> He's fucking fuckable, you know what I mean? God bless him. <laughs> I'm out. Eric Newton is, is great. Yeah, so this Your is just, show is this just 30th, me right? watching my own show, playing back my own Tiki Desk concert here, and and I'm I'm giving him a warm introduction. The 30th? Is your next show? Uh, yeah, so October 30th, I'm going to be doing uh, a haunted house, and we're going to have some uh, comedians and some bands over. It should be fun. We're playing uh, the story... I'd cadet, trying to get them on the list. Doctor Stryker, we got Annette, uh, Shelby Wilson, the blonde villain, and we got Jenny Maloney, who came through here. Thought she was really great. Rooftop action as I sit on the rooftop and. I'm tangling a, a microphone. He almost, uh, Like the last two years. Alright. This is good. I live in Oakland, so it's crazy. I I would I'd rather walk in my neighborhood than be indoors with all of you right now. So <laughs> um, thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out. Eric, Mary Newton. Uh, I, I live in Oakland. Uh, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so I've probably been to your house before. That's me. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see you again. Is it good to see me? We don't know yet, huh? Am I, am I gonna tell jokes? Am I going to talk about our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Kanye West? Who knows? Balls in my court. I grew up, I was always a hell of a weird kid. I was, they always got picked on all the time. But look at Eric, yellow beard, blood. His nails did. Look at him, yellow soft. I got to flex on people. I'd be like, dude, don't get it twisted. I get my nails did, but you can still catch these hands, son. <laughs> you can still catch these well manicured hands. I'm not afraid to fight. Most of the time, <laughs> but I just got them done, and I'm not trying to chip them. Like gel manicures are expensive, but look, I'm I'm not afraid to fight, and if I lose that fight, I'm not afraid to press charges. <laughs> I'm black. I got my nails done. I speak with a lisp. It's gonna be hate crime. I'm gonna win this one way or another. You want to fight me right now, son? Just let this one slide, kid. Yeah. Um, I'm getting older, as you can tell. I'm getting, I'm getting older. As, as I get older, I realize I'm becoming a hell of a hypocrite. 
But now I just lean into it. Now I just I don't even care anymore. I'm like, I'm a fucking hypocrite. Like, for example, um, I think it's fine for like, a black dude to date a white woman. That's fine. It's beautiful. It's great. But when I see black women dating white men, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, that shit's girl. Like, no, don't do that. What are you doing? Because I'm a hypocrite. Here's a, here's a better example. I'm a hypocrite. Like, uh, I won't watch any movies produced by Harvey Weinstein, but I still listen to R. Kelly. <laughs> Every day, this remix is fire, son. You know what I'm um, I've been doing comedy in the Bay Area for, for a long time. And it's true what they say, like, you gotta be careful what you say at shows, because you don't know how people, people are gonna react, you know? I hear comedians say shocking things all the time. Like one time, I was at this show at, at Milk Bar, and uh, that night, every comedian, they were all doing jokes about suicide for some reason. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. I didn't mean suicide jokes. But they were all doing, they were all talking about suicide. And at one point, even the bartender, he grabs the mic and he's like, yo, if I ever commit suicide, I already know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to lock myself in the car. I'm going to lock myself in my garage and leave my car running. And I was fucking shocked. I was like, blood. You could afford a car and a garage <laughs> as a bartender in San Francisco. I was like, no more jokes. I'm mixing drinks tonight. So uh, this, this applies here, too. Uh, tip your bar staff well, because it might be me later. And I'm trying to get paid. What else do I This This one's a new... Uh, so this, this one, this is still this stuff. Anyway. This is my impression. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to learn how to do impressions. So just bear with me, you guys. These guys, you guys are the test subjects for this. This is my impression of a black guy from Britain watching a horror movie in a movie theater. All right. This is a black Britain watching a horror movie in a movie theater. Oi, oi, Bruna, Bruna, don't go in there, mate. What, what are you completely mental? You know he's in your flat, mate. Oh, bro, pick up the telly, ring the magistrate. Oi, bullets. All right, that's it. That wasn't very. That wasn't very accurate. So let me follow up. All right. So here, here's the, here's the, here's an impression of a black guy from Oakland in the same theater watching the same movie with that guy. Hey, nigga, shut the fuck up. We're trying to watch the movie, boy. Black limeys don't matter around here, son. Thank you. That one's way more authentic, I think. I feel like, I feel like the second part of that is like spot on. <laughs> For sure. For sure, 100%. Anybody here, you got you guys uh, do a lot of self-improvement over COVID, over the lockdown? You, got, you guys improve? No? Nobody? Well, okay, well, I'm happy I'm here to, to shed some... I made some vast improvements in my life. Over, over lockdown, all right? I was able to overcome a serious addiction to cocaine and alcohol, okay? It was great. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you should, but you, those muddle claps are perfect because usually a comedian will say that. They'll be like, I don't do drugs and alcohol anymore. And they'll go into a long rant about how much they miss drugs and alcohol, all right? But not me. I love my new life, dude. Like, I love my clarity. I love how reliable I am now. And I'm mostly reliable in the dick area, all right? Like... <laughs> Back in the day, dude, it, used to, it was a, it was a struggle back in the day. Like like sex is always like alcohol and drugs are involved, so I was always suffering from like mild to severe cocaine whiskey dick. All right, <laughs> it sucked. It was embarrassing. It was it's hurtful. But now that doesn't happen. Now a relationship, dude, my relationship with my penis is so good now, dude. 
But I've been giving him pep talks about young blood. You're knocking it out of the park these days. All right, it's, it's, it's different. The difference is night and day. Like, my, dude, my pelvic floor is so strong. All right, it's so, so I'm so confident in my work now. I, I give women, I give women like a one-question survey after we have sex. Right? I'll be like, yo. On a scale from one to slavery, how hard was my day? <laughs> I get top marks, but yeah, that, that, that might sound shocking to you guys, but to me it's great. Slavery across the board. I'm saying my dick is harder than slavery. I'm never doing drugs again. They should have just told me that you guys are not a pro-slavery crowd. Like <laughs> Duly noted. Duly noted. Moving on. Moving on from that one real quick. Um, it was, it was awesome that we started off with a jazz band. I felt hella comfortable here. Oh, that's awesome because I'm a huge music nerd, right? Like a lot of, so, so, like in a place like this, I feel safe being myself, right? I listen to music the whole time and I'm a nerd. So I, I often bump myself like, air bass. I play air bass for no reason. I'll be at the bus stop. And actually the tongues. Just play air bass. A place like this, I could do that. It's fine. But if I do that in my neighborhood in Oakland, if I'm playing air bass in Oakland at the bus stop, no doubt someone's like, oh, Sick of throwing up gang signs. What say you climb me, homie? <laughs> and I don't know what to say. I'm like, I look at my phone I'm like, uh, Weezer's Blue Album? I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't grow up with the father that taught me how to claim sets. But if we're talking about the Blue Album is a great set of music, you can't really go wrong. That's that's not even a joke. That's just a personal note for all you guys. That's, that's, that's just a tip. Um... So I, I, did the, I first wrote this joke, I did this joke years ago, a long time ago, so just bear with me, all right? Um, it's an old joke. So I feel like uh, black people, we, 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 we complain about, you know, like racism and being like uh, stereotyped and awesome all the time, but we do it to other people every day. I've done it myself. I live in Oakland, so like one time I'm leaving my apartment, the sun just went down, it's like dusk. And I'm walking up the street, right? And uh, I see this group of people walking towards me, but I can't see their faces. It's all silhouetted. I can't see who they are. So naturally, I'm thinking, dude, I hope these niggas don't rob me. I'm, I'm just trying to go to the store, get a beer, feed my cat, whatever. I hope they don't rob me. So I get closer and I hear them, and they're all speaking Mandarin, right? I'm like, oh, shit, it's a bunch of Asian like, students or something. They're not going to rob me. Matter of fact, I'm going to rob them. I was like, break yourself, son. I was like, break yourself, son. Long, hey, long story short, I came home with some dope-ass knockoff Jordans, a rare abacus, all right? It was great. And the reason, the reason I say that I wrote that joke years ago is because, yeah, there's so much Asian violence going on right now. There's so much Asian hate. So the reason I say I wrote that story a long time ago is because I'm kind of like a trendsetter. You feel me? Like, I was fucked up. I was fucked up. Uh, I apologize for nothing. I love that abacus. I use it every single day in my life. Um, <laughs> I guess I don't have pretty much done, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. One minute. I'll, I'll leave you guys with this one. Thank you so much for being here. It's been so fun. I appreciate you guys. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been all silly up until this point. Now I'm gonna talk about Jesus. No, I'm just <laughs> well, the only thing about Jesus is I don't think Jesus was black. You feel me? I personally don't believe Jesus was black, especially because there's one quote from the Bible when Jesus he had the encounter with Satan. Like they they, they literally had a confrontation on the Mount of Olives, and it ended with this. How Jesus ended the conversation? He's like Satan. He said, "Get behind me, Satan." 
That was how he ended the fucking argument. I'm like, that sounds like an argument in Whole Foods. That's, that doesn't sound very black to me. Jesus can't be black. Plus, I feel like if Jesus was black, I feel like the, the Book of Psalms would have hella remixes and maybe like a, a, a feature from my DJ Khaled. I don't know. But anyway, here, seriously, this is, how, this is how I end my shows nowadays. Um, so I'm from Oakland, but let's remember another resident, another Oakland resident from 2018. Her name was Barbecue Becky. Okay, people? Barbecue, that's, that's her government name. You can Google it. Bar- <laughs> Barbecue Becky, uh, she became famous because she called the cops on a group of black people that were just having a, a, a barbecue at Lake Mary, right? They weren't hurting nobody. They weren't getting hyphy. It was in a sideshow. It was having a barbecue. She calls the cops. Then two weeks later, another lady here in San Francisco, she called the cops on a little eight-year-old black girl because she was selling bottles of water in the neighborhood, right? So I'm like, dude, this is gross. This is out of trip. Every day there's another news story. I got to say something about this. So this, this is how I like to end my shows. I like to say, um, if there's any white people here right now that want to call the cops on me because I'm a black man telling jokes, at a comedy show, you know what I want to say to you? I want to say, I wish you would. You feel me? I wish you would. But really, I wish you would because I can use the exposure. You feel me? I need some publicity. We can go on CNN together. Because if not, I'm also selling bottles of water. All right? <laughs> Only difference is my water has trace amounts of Adderall, so it's real smart water. All right. I've been Eric Newton. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you, man. Who is that on your shirt? I couldn't see from a distance. Where's your prior? Oh, nice. That's great. It's really fun. We got some barbecue coming up here. So if anybody's hungry out there, it's coming up soon. And uh, got some more comedians coming up here. Up next, we got uh, Chris Nasco coming right up to the stage here. We call this a stage, yeah, the rooftop. <laughs> Hey, hey, how you guys doing? Nice. Calling the cops on you, bro. First thing I'm going to do, call the cops. Um, Coming at you live from, uh, I I don't know, I'm out here, but I'm actually crushing in the kitchen right now. Uh, So things are good in the kitchen. Um, I'm going to sit down because this is a jazz comedy show. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I really want to kind of slow it down. Uh, thank you, uh, JW, for having me here. And having a name like this is like the 1940s. 